It is Niall Boylan, unprepared as usual, which you write through to one o'clock this afternoon, live on this Tuesday afternoon. A wet Tuesday afternoon where I am, by the way, according to the weatherman. Where we were going to have a heat wave from next Monday. Do you know what I heard on the radio this morning? We're going to have a heat wave from next Monday, which will last about two days, and then it'll be raining again. That's not really a heat wave, is it? And then the, the immortal words were uttered on the radio. This is due to climate change. They're expecting it to be maybe nearly 20 degrees next Monday. But here, hold on. We've already had a maximum temperature of 27 degrees in October. So why is that due to climate, climate change? I suppose if you say something awful enough, people will start to believe it. Anyway, we'll get around to that later on if we get a chance. Also, by the way, today is budget day. I don't know how it's going to affect you. Probably not going to see very much. A little bit of a reduction in USC charges. They'll roll back on the excise duty on fuel, which they were going to add on, by the way, which they can't now because it's gone back up over two litre, in, or two euros, to say, a litre in a lot of places. Uh, they'll probably give a fuel allowance, 150, not 200, as they did last year. And um, they will get, or should they, they'll give an extra fuel allowance to those who are on social welfare. Doesn't look like there's going to be much in the budget because they said they haven't got much money. So why would they when they're spending it all, giving it away to countries that are at war? Anyway, and they were also spending it on accommodation for refugees all over the country. So we wouldn't have any money left. Now, let's get to something, a social dilemma. Just for a break, for a change. The hard-hitting news is starting to depress people. The weather is depressing people. So let's get to something, I suppose, more socially acceptable. And in recent years, uh, we are seeing more and more adults cheating into their 50s and 60s. I mean, that's, they're getting older now, the cheats, by the way. The highest infidelity rate in men is 60 to 69 years of age, surprisingly enough. Though just a decade ago, the highest infidelity rate in men was in their 50s. For women, the highest infidelity rate happens between 50 and 59, whereas a decade ago, the same was true of women in their 40s. And when you interview 65-year-old men, it turns out that 25% of them admit to cheating, and only 10% of women over the age of 65 do so. Altogether, 40% of people outside of a marriage will cheat and destroy the relationship. 25% of people in a relationship or in a marriage will cheat and destroy the relationship. The reasons people cheat. Ah, well, men cheat for one thing and one thing only, according to the research. Sex. Because men are driven by their penis. Women cheat for different reasons. They want to be emotionally attached to another person. They like to send flirtatious messages. They like the attention. They like the idea of having dinner and the feeling of being in love. And women have a lot of reasons for cheating because women are quite complicated like that. Many, many years ago, the makers of Viagra, one of the most popular drugs around, of course, for erectile dysfunction, had said they'd like to make a version of it for women. And they do believe they can do that, but they said it would have to come in a bunch of, bunch of flowers and a box of chocolates. Uh, before it would actually work. Because the women are emotional creatures, with their greatest respect. Now, what really struck us is how many people are cheating online these days, creating a new category of online affairs and cybersex cheating. According to the research, 18 to 25% of Tinder users are in a committed relationship while using the app. Isn't that incredible? The two affairs last. So here's the problem. For all of these people who cheat, it's not really worth it because one-night stands and short-term affairs seem to be the norm when it comes to cheating. And according to several studies, 25% of all affairs last less than one week. 65% end in the first six, six months and only 10% will actually turn into long-term relationships. How do you know if your partner's cheating? Drastic mood changes. They lie to you. Changes in behavior. Major changes in routine. Secrecy. Significant changes in communication. How many times they want to ring you or text you every day? But the number one change 
they, according to the research, is a change in sexual desire. In other words, they don't really want to sleep with you anymore. They don't want to have sex with you anymore because they're interested in somebody else or they have a yearning for somebody else. So, how many people have been cheated on? Roughly 40% of the population will admit they've been cheated on. They reckon the figure is actually higher than that. People just don't get caught. Men versus women? Really, the figure is probably in and around the same. The difference is men get caught more than women because women are cleverer at doing it. And men do it for different reasons, of course. That's the reason they get caught more. But would you give a cheating partner a second chance? Now, if you're thinking your partner's cheating, by the way, it depends on his occupation or her occupation. The most common occupation for men to be cheating in is trade, i.e. electrician, builder, plumber. They're the most common occupations. Next to that is teachers. For women, the most common occupation is a nurse or a doctor. So nurses are more likely to cheat than any other occupation or people who work in the caring industry. So has your partner cheated? Have you cheated? Do you feel the need to cheat? Do you think there's a big deal in cheating? And here's the big question. And the real question we're asking today is, would you give a cheat a second chance? Let me know what you think. You can text at 085 100 2255. There's the number on the screen. 085 100 2255. Would you give a cheating partner a second chance? Let me go to Angela. Angela, hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, this is your topic, Angela. This is the one. Oh, this is it. This, this is, is it, Angela. This is it. Yeah, it's all about you now. Yeah, yeah. So, Angela, <laughs> would you yeah. give a cheating partner a second chance? Shock horror, I did. You did. And all so, I okay, so let's, for those who have never I've heard said. your story, your husband <laughs> accused you of being mental because you thought he was cheating. And eventually, yeah. you found his phone, and there lieth the evidence. Him in, your marital, the evidence. him in your marital bed humping somebody else. Yeah, there they were in my bedroom. In all, their, know, in all so. their glory. Where were you, by the way, when they were yeah. in the bedroom? Where were you? I was away on a charity cycle. Oh, okay. So while yeah. you were while you were riding outside, he was riding inside. Well, I was supporting the ride. If anyone saw the size of me back then, they'd say there's no way she was on a bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was but he but he was on a bike. <laughs> oh yeah, he was on a bike. Uh, do you know what? No, I wouldn't call her that now. I, I'm I'm kind of over that. But back okay. then, yeah, she was yeah. a bike. Yeah, but um. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, I, like, I did forgive him, um, you know. How long did it take and, you to forgive him? A week, two weeks? How long was there, was there a coolness and no talking going on or shouting and roaring? When did that no, all stop? No, it was kind of, like, it was, it, it was within kind of 24 hours, you know. Yes, that was it quick. Was, like, yeah, it was. It was like, I caught him, you know, um, I just woke him up at two o'clock in the morning going, uh, what the feck is this? Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. There was like a bit of roaring and shouting, not too much. Bit of tears, few um, tears, yeah. Uh, no. No. No, surprisingly, there wasn't. He was in a huff. He was, he was like, honestly, a child that got caught stealing sweets. Right, okay. Joe David, he was, he was really annoyed. <laughs> you know, the huff. 
the huffing and the puffing and it's like, hold on a second, you've done wrong here. Don't don't be mad with me. Did he give out to you for looking um, in his phone? No. No, like, that's why I kind of, I was kind of going, did he want to get caught? Mm. Because he didn't change his password. All the, the WhatsApp messages and pictures, you know, of them blowing kisses goodnight from that night from months before that, were all still in the phone. Like, what a bloody idiot, like. Mm. And by the way, how did you know he was cheating? What were the the kind of warning signs? Because according to this, there's obvious warning signs like change of mood, change of habit, hiding the phone, all Um, those kind of things. What were the warning signs? Yeah, the the first giveaway was the phone. Mm. The phone. Um, So from like the day we met until I'd say about six or seven months before um, this is when I kind of started noticing, that phone could be left anywhere. You know, it's like you go into the kitchen, the phone's in the sitting room, you go to the toilet, the phone's in the sitting room, you go, you know, it's just left down. You get out of the car to do something, whereas that phone was attached to him. Okay, so you notice the change of habit. Now, some people always carry their phones with them and that's fine, but if they never normally do that and then change, well, then that's a problem. Yeah. 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 Um, the, the second thing was, let's say, um, social media. So I had everything up of us on social media and um, like you can approve, like let's say when you tag someone in a photograph, yeah. I always had it that I had to approve it. Um, so did he. And, you know, he'd always approve it. And the next one day I was like, where are all the, you know, um, pictures of us on his Facebook page and he hadn't approved anything. So it was like a single so man's Facebook like, page. Yeah, yeah, th- that was it. It was like he was he was hiding that, not hiding, but... Um, yeah, I, I know. He was in denial that he was in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah, th- it, I found out later that he had told people in the office that we had separated when right. we hadn't. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't you know, laugh. So he... No, no. So he was living a double life. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. He was a, he was a married bachelor. Yeah. Living a second life. Yeah. He was a married bachelor. Um, the other thing was he started going into work early and coming home late. Right. Okay. So that's where they were meeting was in the morning before they went to work. Probably a quick shag. And then when they were. Well, after breakfast, like uh, breakfast shag. No, before, before they even went into the office. Like, oh, Jesus. Right, okay. You know, yeah. and then they were meeting in work, you know, in bathrooms and offices, the whole lot like. <laughs> right. Car yeah. parks, all sorts of places. Car parks. So, so you gave but, him a second chance. Let, let's get back to the second yeah, chance. The you gave him. The one thing that I will say. Yeah. The one thing that I will say is his kind of demeanor towards me never changed. Right, okay. You know, I, he would still kiss it. Like the morning that he left, he still kissed me and said, I love you. I'll see you later. Like he did every morning that we were So together. he had a good cover going on. Yeah. He thought he did. Yeah. 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 yeah okay. So you gave, you gave him a second chance. And I what happened? I gave him a second chance. Uh, six weeks later, I arrived home on a Thursday night and he'd left a note that he'd moved out. Right. Yeah. Okay. Stay there for a second. Speaking of moving, no, we'll stay there. Speaking of moving out, Margaret, hi, how are you? How are you, Niall? Now, um, Margaret, your husband decided to move out as well. He did. 
Yeah, he did. He was having an affair for two years and I didn't know about it. Right. And yeah. then one morning, yeah. over breakfast. Uh, came home from work and um, uh, went in the door, got home about quarter <coughs> eight in the morning. Yeah. Took a toast after we worked night duty and put on the kettle and the next thing he walked into the kitchen and said, oh, did I wake you? No, 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 I was awake and uh, sat down and had a cup of tea. I said, do you want a slice of toast? No, no, fine. And I thought, well, what's wrong with this guy this morning, you know? I yeah. said, obviously had a bad night's sleep. Yeah. And uh, he drank a cup of tea, stood up, put the cup into the dishwasher, opened the door into the hallway and said back to me, oh, by the way, I'm leaving you today. I, said, I shouldn't laugh, but there was nothing leading yeah. up to that, Margaret. Nothing. No, 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 nothing, nothing that I could see, Nile. Yeah, yeah. You know, absolutely yeah. nothing. Because I loved the guy from the day I met him. And, you know, we were nearly 27 years married. He and so how long, and, you found out later, you know, how long had he been having an affair? Two years. And you had no idea? No. So when no. was so when was he seen her? Uh, he was saying he was involved in a particular union, and oh, he said we have a conference, such a place. We're having a meeting in such a place. Uh, and you just and, believe that, of course, uh, yeah. He came home. He came home without one of his suits, and I said, "Where's your other suit?" Oh, jeez, I must have left it in the hotel. And I said, "Okay," and then mm -hmm. it wasn't the hotel that I went to the other suit to send it you know, to bring it to the dry cleaners. And there was a doctor for a particular uh, other place uh, down in Limerick and rang them and I said, uh, give my husband's name and said that, um, you know, yeah. I said, oh, Mrs. you know, yeah. uh, will we check and we'd see if it's in the lot and found, just hold the line for a minute. No, no, no. Uh, uh, you came and you got the suit. And yeah. I said, oh, I, I said, God, I said, geez, I better check the boot. And I knew. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't me, because I wasn't there. Because and I was so out the door he went. Did he come back that day then for his bags? He came back door, came back with six suitcases. You could have could have put a body in, in, in every suitcase. So heavy, all Cleared this, out all this wardrobe. And the, and the woman he was yeah. having an affair with, did you know her? No, no. Okay. Which I have met her. I have is she, met was she a work colleague or? No, no. Uh, she was uh, part of the union. Right, okay. And I didn't know the girl, you know. Okay, okay. And, Devastated, uh, yeah, obviously, like Angela. Yeah, well, he absolutely destroyed me. Yeah, yeah. He absolutely destroyed me because I couldn't understand what did I ever do. I went to work, I came home, my day off, I cleaned, I cooked, I brought the children to school, I done the homework, I made sure they were all happy, uh, you know, had his dinner ready. He used to go out night, seven nights a week to a pub, and then his friends would be covering from and saying, oh, we had a spontaneous party in such a person's house when he was off with your woman. You know, right. the line and the receipt, and everybody knew except me, big mug. But as far as I was concerned, you know, uh, 
you know, when you make a promise when you get married that you be true and honest and, you know, all that type of thing. And we had spoke before we got married about how many children we would love to have if we were blessed with them. Mm. And that if one of us ever strayed in the marriage, you know, about having an affair and things like that, you know, be open and honest and say that, you know, you've... Yeah, don't kind of lie or deceive the other person. Stay there, Angela and Margaret. Let me go to Neem as well, because I have a lot of people to get through. But I want you both to stay there too. Neem, hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? How's things? Good. Neem, does a a cheater deserve a second chance? Yeah, um, in real terms, no. 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 Um, It it didn't work for me. (laughs) Right. Um, Obviously, it didn't work for those two women. Um, Only just hearing what they... Brings it kind of back to where I was. Uh, mine nearly a decade ago now. Right. Okay. Uh, mine, my, my ex-wife cheated six months after we were married with oh. her brother-in-law. My God. With your brother-in-law? With her brother-in-law? Your brother-in-law? With her brother-in-law. Um, her, oh her, Jesus. She had dated him many about two or three years before. Oh, okay. I so I was thinking her brother-in-law would be your brother, but no, not your brother, who's her, yeah. obviously her, her, somebody related to her, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and you know, yeah. her brother and his sister met through them kind of thing, and they ended up getting married. And Right. And did you know, that, did you know, like, did you have an idea that she was cheating? I knew, I knew, and I when I challenged, but like that woman said, I was crazy, I was mad, I was delusional, yeah. and the bizarrest thing was that I I was actually paying her phone bill on my business account. Um, so you could see all the numbers, yeah. Could see, and I just brought up the things. So the day you are calling, like, and you're texting them all the time, like, what the why would you be calling him, texting him? With? Yeah. And then she made it that there was, and she said nothing really went that far. I knew my heart and soul that it has. Mm. So, I mean, yeah. people in their in their 20s, late 20s, early 30s don't just meet for a kiss. You know the kind of thing? Yeah, no. Um, and I, I kind of, we kind of, we we kind of agreed to move on and I'd, she'd change her ways, but she roll on four years later and I, do you know what? It just became a ball of shit. Excuse the language, but that's what it was. Um, she had two other guys on the scene, and he was in and out in the oh. background. Oh, stop! She, so she's three she went, on the go, like she's busy girl. Uh, we were in marriage counseling, and she went. Her mother knew. Her most of her friends knew that she was carrying on. She went and she did it publicly in in my local pub in front of all my friends on a night that I was due to be out at Christmas. I just decided last minute to go to bed early because I was tired and didn't turn up. And she actually walked up and asked my friends what time I'd be there. And they were all going, like, oh, what the hell is she wanting to know? Like, she doesn't yeah. socialise anymore. Um, so she kind of, she, she had balls, like, in fairness to her. She had a guy there, he was... A, I found out from my my eldest son was nearly 16 at the time and the unfortunate thing was his best friend collected glasses as her part-time job in that, in yeah. that um, pub. She saw what was going on, you know, and she was like, what the hell do I do here? Um, I, I knew she wasn't in at a quarter to seven in the morning. I woke up because I didn't hear her coming in. I knew she wasn't. And then I could hear a car pulling up outside. She arrives with your man. I was like, 
You've got to be kidding me. And you know when you look at your phone and see what time it is, and it's just a, an array of text messages. And yeah, yeah. And, everything. and I was like, oh, okay, I take it now. I'm not paranoid. I'm not mad. And this has gone way beyond. So the conversation basically was, we're done. And I told her down then, I want a divorce. There wasn't, it wasn't even about a separation. It was a divorce. Um, I'm 10 years on and I'm still waiting for my divorce. Well, oh. uh, so I, I, yeah, I, I, that can take a while. Angela, how long did your divorce take, by the way? Uh, 2016, he left divorce last year. Six, seven, eight, nine, three, nine, six years. Yeah, mine was six years yeah. as well. Six. The, do, you know what the, do you know what the thing... With mine as well, that was the absolute, as I say, everything's hilarious now, was like I caught them on the Friday night. And the following Thursday, we had a tag rugby match, which we played on the same tag rugby team, right? And he mm. sent out the list of who was playing that night. And she knew like that I caught him because I was texting her off of his phone. What were you saying to her in the text, you bitch? What were you saying to her? No, no, no. No, no, (laughs) no. You ruined me marriage, you swine. Uh, No, I was, I texted off his phone pretending to be him. Oh, right. And I was like, Look at you, you devious thing. Yeah, I was like, she knows. And she was like, oh, no, don't worry, babes. You know, I'm here for you. All this kind of crap. See that word, babe. Oh. Bit, oh, it, it my head. Uh, yeah, my, no, myself, myself but, and my wife, Carol, we've always said, don't ever use that word, babe, or yeah, babe. Don't. No. But the thing is, yeah. she turned up to play the game that Thursday. Oh. oh. I was like, are you having a <laughs> <laughs> stay, stay there, both of you, Neem and Angela. Stay there for a second. Let, let me, I want to keep you there for a second because I want to go to Steve in a minute, but I want to go to Sue first. Sue, hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? Sue, I I'm, I could get a million stories here today of people who've been cheated on. Look, it looks like most of the population at some point have been cheated on, but would you give them a second chance? I did. Right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I did. I was after having a baby. So I found out, uh, oh, I was doing the washing and condoms fell out of his pocket. Right. And, and they clearly were yours because you had just been pregnant yeah. anyway. Yeah, okay. And I was just after having a baby. So I didn't say anything. And then I think it was the following week, I found a little card for a pub um, in Kildare. So it would have been off the beaten track. And um, he used to play football. He'd, he'd start, when I was pregnant, he started playing football, which he had never had any interest in. Right, okay. Uh, I found out that he wasn't playing football. He was uh, fecking off with the one that lived across the road. Um, it's always the one that lives across the road. Isn't it? Now, I can't, you know, he was as bad as she was. Yeah, pair of the minutes. But, but she, she, I wonder was... Was she, she married, uh, by the way? Was she married? No, and actually we weren't married at the time. Okay. But we were living together. Okay. And... Uh, she, he was messing around with her, and she was messing around with about twenty different fellows. Oh Jesus! Is it there? Yeah, she was. It's a tangled the web, local, isn't it? Yeah, that they weave. Oh, tangled web. The lo- the local uh, what you call bike. them bike? Is it? Yeah, bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not saying he was he wasn't any better. He was clearly a bike too, as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
and but I did. Um, so what did you say to him when you caught when you caught him? Like when he walked, I wanted to describe the scene. When it was you were, a long time. It was it was thirty eight years ago. I can't really remember. Um, but we did split up for six months. Right. And then we got back together. Oh, fool. But, um, yeah, <laughs> I was a fool. Sorry. Yeah, I was, I was a fool. Uh, yeah, it was a major mistake. Yeah. But, you know... And I, he did, did he do it uh, again? Uh, no. But I should have let her have him because he was feckin' bad news. <laughs> <laughs> Keep him. <laughs> you know... You're doing you know, me a favour, love. <laughs> yeah, I should have really just just cut my losses. And when you, when you said it, when you approached him and said, I think you're cheating or whatever, when you pulled out the condoms or whatever, what did he say? Did he go into denial mode? Oh, the, the, they were belonged to his friend. Oh, there's always an excuse, yeah. But I was using them yeah, as party yeah. balloons. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They were yeah. his friend. Found them on the road. Um, <laughs> found them yeah. on the road. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I should have really let her have them. Yeah. You know, have done me a big favour. Okay, so, well, stay there for a second because, Steve, hi, how are you doing? Oh, Jesus, it sounds like all of your callers are reading out the obituaries. They all sound miserable. No wonder <laughs> That's they they're all being cheated. Look, Neem, Angela, Sue, they've all been cheated on, Steve. Have a no, level of empathy, you? will you? But I know I'm not going to have any empathy for them all at all. It just, all, they all sound so bloody miserable. I was left yesterday. My wife left me. I mean, come off it, lads. Get a bit of excitement. But, it's not, but hang on. Do you understand how devastating it is at the time? Now, look. They're all no. over it now. But do you understand how devastating at the time, Steve, it is when you find out the person you're supposed to love and loves you is off, you know, riding somebody else? I mean, how stupid is that, that you would feel so bad that another human being went off and had sex with somebody else? Who cares? Like, literally, who gives a shit? You're putting well, they give a shit. They're in a relationship. In a relationship. Ah, we'll you're just putting stop. way too much into it. Yeah. That, look, Niall, you know as well as I do that monogamy is a made-up word. You know, that we go off and we have sex all the time. As you, Those figures that you read out earlier, they're way off. There is much more people out there. Probably, well, probably, yes. There are people who admit it. Yeah. And here's the thing, Niall. Here's the thing. They're in happy, successful relationships because they get their bit on the side. There is nothing wrong in my world with going out and riding rings around you as long as the other person doesn't find out. If they find out, of course they're going to get hurt. But I mean, if you're but stupid Steve, enough can, to get Steve, caught. Can I ask you a question? How did you your can. partner feel when you came out and told her that you were gay and riding around behind her back? How did she feel? Um, she was disappointed. But she was oh, all, to say the least. To no, say no, the hold least. On, hold on, hold on, hold on a second. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> well, that's a different kettle of fish completely. It's no, it's no, hang on, well, no, hang on. It's not a different kettle of fish. You were cheating on her. I was. Yeah. But it's a different yeah. kettle of fish. Why? Just because you were cheating with a bloke? Yeah, but, yeah, because it was kind of. Oh, this is going to sound so stupid. It is it going to sound stupid. A, so be careful what you say. But go on, it's going to sound thick. It was. It was kind of a Philip Schofield thing. Where oh, shut going, up, oh, will you? For God's sake, no, you were no, still well, cheating. Well, 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 yeah, yeah. No, let me finish. Philip I'm Schofield thing. I'm saying they were idiots because what they were saying to me was, oh, Steve, well done. Aren't you brave? And in my head, I'm going, you fucking idiots. No, I'm not bleeding brave. You know, of course, I've done a wrong thing, but that's the way that they want to But listen, but listen, so just, well, hang on, hang on for a second, Steve. Listen to Angela, listen to Neem. Yeah. Look what Neem went through, God love him. And, you know, Sue, 
when her husband giving it to the, the woman across the road who was probably giving it to half the neighbourhood as well. I mean, they were in committed relationships. They're sacrificing Aww. their monogamy uh, for their partner. Aww. What would you mean? Oh, it's, it's heartbreaking oh, at the time. People. I mean, no, no because they love you. Obviously, never there. love somebody. Look, is that Angela, Angela, my dear? Angela, no, hang on, hang on, Steve. Hang on, Steve. Neem wants to say something. Neem, Neem, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I'm not whinging about it. Yeah, I was, I was more upset about my kids and the damage that they would get. Yeah, right. But I'm actually in the best part of my life now. I'm with someone new now, three, three and a half years. Mm -hmm. And you know what? The trash took itself out. Fantastic. That's the way I do it. That's that. the point of yeah. and, and, and Liam, that's, hear me, Steve. That is exactly what I'm getting like, at. Oh yeah. my God, it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I, Steve, was, oh, I actually wasn't talking you, about um, you, really, Angela. You, you'll have to answer for what you've done at some stage. To who? Do you have kids? Do you have to kids? who? My kids? Why would my, why would my son? son why, would I, why would I have to answer to my son? Because your son will turn around one day and go, so, Dad, you, you were, basically you wrote half else, the country you behind mom's back. Right, okay. So, what, mm. what, like I said, lads, for some reason, the, my situation is different because I get to use no. an excuse where everybody's doing that, oh, my God, we're so proud of you, crap. People do that. No. And my son, no. I'm assuming, well, will grow up and go, well, Dad, at least you lived your true life. That's stupid shit. I, Sue, I, I mean, sorry, let me go back to Sue. Sue, are you still there? Sue, are you there? Oh, yes, yes, oh, yeah. sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, Sue just went off there. Well, uh, I guess, Sue. Yeah. <laughs> Sue, at the time it happened, right? Now, I know now you couldn't yeah. give a shit. It's a long time ago, right? No. But, uh, but at the time it happened, were you devastated? I was. You know, well, I had all the hormones, you know, just after having a baby. And I, I was a very good-looking girl. I mean, I could have been off throwing me bonnets over the windmill if I wanted. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I could have, I had plenty of chances, you know, plenty of offers, yeah. and I never cheated. Yeah. And he was a good-looking fella too, and, you know, we were, I suppose, a good-looking couple. Um, and, yeah, it was, it was horrible at the time, but... Um, yeah, I mean, look I, at that, I Steve, what a bastard. He, she just had a child, for God's okay, sake. Okay, and here's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that everyone that's on the air now are in a much better position, and they're glad that these cheating bastards... But, yeah, but you don't think of that at the time. You don't think of no, that at the no, time. No, but here, no, no, but, Niall, look, there are people who are grown... Oh, oh hang on for a second. I'll have to... Cut. I'll, I'll get you back. <laughs> I do... I do apologise. Um, we'll get you back in a second. Um, now, what was I going to say? Oh, yes, I have to go to a quick break. That's what I have to do. Quick seven-second break. The Niall Boylan Podcast. Get in touch. Just WhatsApp or text Ireland on 085 100 2255. Did I say that too fast? Slow it down. That was me trying to do the effect. <laughs> 085 100 2255. The Niall Boylan Podcast. I'm looking at some of the messages, by the way, coming in. That's still 60% good relationships and 75% of marriages. Uh, let's talk about that for a change, says Joe. Well, Joe, they're just the figures, and I don't actually believe them, to be honest with you, because when they give these statistics that 40% of men will cheat in a relationship and 25% of women or whatever the hell it was, that's based on who's honest or who's been caught. If they're still in a relationship and they're filling out a survey or a questionnaire, they're not going to be honest unless they've already been caught or done it before. Anyway, 
Kieran says, uh, don't let the door hit you on the way out. No second chances. Richard says, if she cheats, she belongs on the streets. Very good. I like that line, yeah. Louise says, no way. Once trust is gone, there is no relationship. Now, let me go back to Steve again and, and uh, Neem, who's still there too. Um, Neem, can you explain to Steve, because he's not, he's not really understanding the damaging effects that it can have on not just the family, but a person when they've been deceived. Oh, so needy. Uh, yeah. Um, I I came from a broken home. My my mother left my father after 30 years of marriage for someone else. It, did, it lasted six weeks, but my dad would have taken her back. She couldn't go back. She just couldn't go back. And that's fair enough. But the damage it does to kids, I never wanted my kids to go through that. The last thing I wanted to do. That's why I cut up with the first one. But when she done it a second time, I said, "You know what? I can't do this because I'm going to end up in a no farm." Mm. Every time she why says, would you? I'm going to be with. What she's going to do? And it was more. What, what, you know who the losers are, and everything is actually my kids. My kids have lost. I'm sorry. How? 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 Why? Why how? would the kids they lost, lose? I, I say for a start, how they, they lost their home because my the house was my home. It was my family home, and my dad lived with me. So she had to move out. She took those kids, but did the eldest child stayed with me? He knew Look, I, was, he, yeah, he he knew oh well, hang on, See, Steve, you're missing the whole point. It's a broken family. There are so many people's lives affected. The children don't. No, hang on. No, no, no. Be fair. The children don't grow up in a happy home anymore. They grow up in a disjointed family. Oh, come off. Everybody's a bleeding victim these days. Look, so basically what you're saying is the kids had to leave the family home. Oh, no. They had to move to a different house. That never happens. People move all the but time. But mom and dad are not together anymore. They're not a traditional family anymore. All those things are important. If, if um, going to Niall, of course, of course, yeah, hold on two seconds, hold on two seconds, hold on two seconds, buddy, you can say it in a minute. Of course, it's a, a family unit is important, but if the family unit breaks down, then it is up to the parents to never let the kids see that they hate one, one another and to make sure that things continue on as normal as possible. If you're brokenhearted because your relationship fell apart, then you put on a brave face for your kids. Sorry, go ahead, Neil, what are you trying to say? Yeah. I, I can see why his, his wife puts up with him because he just dictates and dictates. He doesn't care about anybody but himself. That's exactly what I hear from you, Steve. Sorry, buddy, but that's a fact. Don't apologise to him. Sorry, Sue, you had just had a baby as well. And I suppose the effect, yeah. the effect of that is the baby comes into this world. I don't know how old the baby was, but, you know, without a family, so to speak. Um, well, obviously, yeah, they have you, you know. Yeah, but I suppose it was a good thing the baby was only young, didn't know any different. Yeah. I soldiered on, you know, he was separated from me for six months and then we got back together. Mm. But then I found out the other one was pregnant. Oh, oh the one he was having the, <laughs> the affair with? Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And um, He clearly didn't know I, that when he got back with you. Well, he probably did. But I didn't, I didn't know at the time it was his baby until oh, I was walking down the road one day. With my, my little one was a toddler at this time, at this stage. And one of the neighbours said, oh, she's, she's the image of so-and-so's baby. Because they were siblings, essentially. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like, it sounds like Mr. Burgess. Go on. Yeah. They talk about Magic Mickey. Yeah. Um, or, oh, yeah, Mickey. That's what he should 
But no, that, that fella Steve, you know, saying that we're all moaning. I would say yeah. I've great. Uh, my sense of humour got me through all this, you know. And I did, I did go back to him and well, as I say, Sue, can I ask you a question? Sue, let me ask yeah. you a question. Um, your your ex, apart from the fact that he liked to cheat, was he a good person? Well, I would. He was a good person, but the problem of his cheating stemmed to his drinking. I don't. He when he was. Without drink, you really know how to hit very, them, so do you? Yeah, yeah, I did. See, I came a family from a family that people that didn't drink, and we used to see someone with a few drinks and you know having a bit of laugh and think, oh, they're real funny. But I didn't realise mm. the problems that drink brought. Mm. And he was great when he'd no drink on him. He was lovely. He was very nice fella, and you know, great, very talented, and you know, could turn his hand to anything. Um, Especially the women, as I found out later. <laughs> but um, he he was a nice guy. But when he when he got drink on him, he became very confident, and that's when he would you know get chatty. Start flirting, and, and yeah, 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 flirting. So basically, so basically your only problem with this man was that he was a, a good guy. Um, you know, he worked hard. Was he a good father to the kids? Yeah. And they loved him. Okay. They loved so him. So the only problem, the only problem you had was his infidelities. Could you not have just overlooked them and said, oh, off stop. you go? How could you do that? No, no I, 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 the first time we separated for six months, then I found out the other one was pregnant, and but um, she had the baby and all. But we moved, and I'm still with him. But we live separate lives. Mm. Oh, well. That's very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all, it's all like to do with the are like housemates. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And lately, we didn't talk for a good few years. But so see, why, you're living in the same house. You just didn't talk to each other. Yeah. Why, yeah. just walking past each other every day. Yeah, yeah. Right. For how long? How long are you doing that? Uh, 2006 until... Oh, Jesus Christ. It's 20... Recent. It's only 20 years. Yeah. That's, that's bonkers. And it was so all, weird. It was, all, it was all to do with property and... I know, yeah, yeah, I know. People, money. Yeah, people sometimes get stuck in a financial trap. I get that. That's what it was. Yeah. And I got sick. I got a terminal illness and... Oh, no, sorry to hear um, that. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, so... Are I, you okay? I, are you, how are you feeling? Are you Okay. I said, the devil knows it's on. I'm alive and kicking. <laughs> well, that's the main thing, isn't it? But no, yeah, no, yeah. And when you, when you say, sorry, Steve, because I don't want to sound insensitive here. So when you say terminal, like, did they give you a prognosis? Like, I'd, I'd, um, I'd cancer. I had a massive tumour. I had it removed. I had a year of chemo. And I was at the stage, I was thinking, you know, I can't go on like this, you know, living in the one house. But then... I was given 10% chance of surviving. And uh, I said, oh God, you know, what will I do? Um, and I went to a solicitor. The solicitor said, you know, would you be able to survive? You know, if your house was divided between the two of you, where would you go? And I was saying, Jesus, you know, I just hadn't got the... I, no, I, I understand don't fight yeah. You know, I don't fight that. Well, you, you, you had 10% chance of survival. You're still here, Sue. You sound grand. I know, I know. And... You know, I just, I just, like, it was like going into Paddy Parr's bookies all the time, you know. Um, yeah. The, the and do you feel okay? Do you feel okay now? 
Yeah, grand. I have a cold at the moment, but Jesus, right. I survived worse, well, you, you know? yeah, There's more than a 10% chance he's surviving that. Okay, well, stay, yeah. there, stay there for a second, too. Let me go to Ibrahim as well. Ibrahim, hi. Hi, uh, how's it going now? Good. Ibrahim, can you ever forgive a cheat? Uh, it's a very difficult question, but, um, I mean, um, you might be able to forgive, but you definitely don't forget. And, okay. Um, Sorry to bring uh, sorry to bring this in, but I must uh, make I'm going to make an assumption here. You're Islamic. Are you Islamic? Yes, I am. Okay, so what 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 does Islam say about infidelity? Uh, well, it depends how you want to approach it. I mean, this is something that would is like any okay, in no. any other religion. It, it goes between the uh, couple themselves. Mm. So uh, unless it's about prosecution, then um, it's uh, it's very hard. Because uh, the law is obviously uh, it's supposed to be death a death penalty. For, this would be under um, Sharia law, yeah, yeah, yeah. under Islamic law. Okay, um, but to prove it has to be had it has to be witnessed physically by four witnesses, which is a near impossibility. So I mean that's why the religion made it so difficult. So I mean unless yeah. the person is acting in a porno movie, then uh, you know it's going to be very difficult to prove that this person. Uh, cheated. So in the okay. end of the day, uh, um, you know, it's between the two couple themselves. Okay. Um, so no, no, I was just, yeah, I was so just, cur- yeah. I was just curious about that aspect of it. Okay. So getting back to giving giving a cheese a second chance. My mother used to always say things like a leopard never changes their spots. I don't know if you have ever heard that saying. Uh, in other yes, words, I have, people I mean, don't change. I agree with it. <laughs> I, I do agree with that. Mm. Um, but like I said, you know, you can forgive the person on, uh, you know, just for your own right of, uh, you know, kind of. Uh, uh, be in a you know better place in your mind, yeah. but uh, you won't forget what happened. And I think you know you will always, you know, the, what you have to address always is the welfare of children, if there are any. Yeah. And uh, this is the people who are usually impacted the most by uh, this kind of uh, you know uh, situation that arises in a relationship. What do you, what do you think of what Steve is saying that we all take this much too seriously that we should be aware when you go into a relationship that people human beings are not monogamous and that they generally cheat that you just should be aware of that and get over it like. Uh no, uh, I don't agree with that. I mean, uh, you know, uh, if this is the kind of relationship that you decide to have with your partner, uh, then that's fine. Yeah, uh, an open you know, relationship. In terms of, yeah. you know, open relationship that's fine. Uh, but when you're going into a relationship with one side that's fully committed, you cannot do that. Mm. It just doesn't make sense, and it's not fair on the other person. And yeah. it's uh, you know lying at the end of the day. Uh, yeah, I, I, and Steve, that's generally when people are married. That's what marriage is all about. You're yes, you may say as human beings <sighs> that we're not meant to be monogamous. We're meant to spread our seed, particularly mm-hmm. men. But in saying that, when you marry somebody, you make that sacrifice to be exclusive to them for the rest of your life. That's the, if you don't want to do that, that's fine. Just don't get married. Then. And who would have taught it, Niall? But feelings change and people change. Oh, no. And, I, and then you can get a divorce if you want. Can I point out the elephant in the room as well? That people cheat for a reason. There's always a reason behind somebody cheating, whether it's just the fact of some guy is horny and all you want is sex, or it could be a case that they're not getting sex at home, or it could be a case that their wife is, I don't know, overweight or something. I don't know, something. But there's always a reason behind it, and that's what people need to look at. Instead of just running out and... So what are you doing? You're telling people they should blame themselves, so. 
Look at themselves. Absolutely, no, take a long hard. Okay. Blaming yeah. everybody else in the situation. Right. No, I'm saying take a long hard look in the mirror because if I was in a relationship with a woman and I was married and I decided to stop having sex for her, I let myself go. Or, you know, I smelly feet or whatever it is, and. She wanted to have sex with me and she wasn't getting it. If she went out and had an affair, how the hell could I blame her on that? How? Because if she doesn't want to be with you, she doesn't find you attractive anymore, or you're not fulfilling her needs anymore, well, then just leave you. But, but, to, People, but to cheat is being deceptive. I, I, so you're telling me that a cheater... So if you're telling me that if I was a cheater, that I couldn't be in love with the person that I'm in the relationship with and still cheat. Cheaters still can be in love. How can you not. how can you claim you love somebody if you cheat on cheat on them? Let me on of course you know, it's complicated. Uh, hang on, Sarah Jane wants to say something to you. Hi, Sarah. Jesus Christ, Steve, will you cop on to yourself? How do you think you can love someone if you go out and cheat on them? Of course you can't. You actually tell me that you can't. Yes, you can. Don't say you can't when you can. There's plenty. Of, I guarantee oh. you, Sarah. Oh Jane, no, no, sorry, 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 sorry. You're dead what? right. People that have no morals can do that. Oh, bull. And no conscience. That's, <laughs> That's not bull. It is bull. It's not bull. Are you trying to tell me that you're super proud of yourself that you went out and you cheated with a man oh, and your girlfriend? I was proud. Did I say I was oh, proud? God. I'm just telling and the truth. Yeah, but still, there you go. Your morals must have been at your waist. Why was not thinking about your heart? No, I wasn't. Yeah, but that's where it was coming from. You're dead right there. You're dead right there. I wasn't thinking with me heart. I was thinking with Yeah, I know. But that, no, but listen, but th listen, don't try and start coming out with these magical big words. Common sense. What, testosterone? You don't hold the people. <laughs> no, <laughs> you don't hold the people around you, you love. If, you, if you're not into them anymore, you go and no, turn around. No, and whatever the case may be. But that's, but that's you, hang on, hang on, Sarah Jen. Steve, that's, she's, well, she's right. And what Ibrahim said is right too. Morally, that's the right thing to do. If you're not interested in being with somebody anymore, or you don't want to have sex with them anymore, or you don't want to be their husband anymore, or their boyfriend, or whatever it is, you just say, I don't want to be with you anymore, that's grand, and then you go off and find somebody else. No, that, That's what? the way you do it, okay? And that, uh, don't get me wrong, that's heartbreaking for the person you're leaving, but if they still love you. But if you cheat on them, it's a double whammy, because not only are you leaving them, but you've also deceived them as well. It's also it's fraud. In your it's actually war. fraud, actually, you know? No, listen, Steve, you, you're full of insecurity, uh, swear to God. What, me? You come across me? a very I'm insecure gorgeous. person. I'm not saying you're You could be the most sexiest man going alive. I doubt that. Thanks. But it's like the women out there. That's not. That's not very attractive in a man. Sorry, Ibrahim. What are you no. trying to say there, sir, yeah. Ibrahim? Uh, Steve, Steve was saying that you know you, it's possible to love somebody very much and then mm. still go out and cheat. Okay, um, you can break up and you can still love that person and you can have a really good friendship with them. But when you're cheating on them, you are cheating and you are lying into that relationship. And uh, that's not this love. Is that is not love. Where's he coming from? Now, Where's he coming from with that? Do you, do you think that love is so simple that we can just put a quick stamp on it and say that's what love is? Because absolutely not. There are plenty of people out there who, and the question today is, would you give a cheating partner a second chance? There's plenty of people out there who have got second chances and who yeah, have they, never Do you know what? They're again. people that are insecure they, and are codependent. They are people they that are insecure. Them. No, yeah, because they're codependent on the person and they're delusional. Sarah that's Jane, why they say Jane, love is Question. Marriage is an eye-opener. That's isn't that what they say? <laughs> have you, you ever, go on. Ha, have, are you married? Yes. 
Okay, has he ever done something that you went that arsehole? Like called him all the names under the sun. You thought you'd never forget. No. No. You've never done nothing bad. Ne- nothing bad. No. I'm not talking about affairs. No. No. Really? He must, but I was with. Come here. Hang on. I was with a fella for a couple of years. That did she. Mm-hmm. And did you love him? You know him? what I mean. Did I love him? I did love him. So you could love a cheater, but a cheater couldn't love you. Hmm. No, but when he did what he did, yeah. that was it. There wasn't like. So, um, so, yeah, are you telling me the love faded immediately? He said, I'm cheating, and you went, oh, my feelings have turned off, I no longer Absolutely. love you, that's bull. No, because bull. I knew in the back of my mind, Stephen, that how in the name of God could I love him? Could I really love him? Could I really send, spend the rest of my life with that person? Yeah, and you well, 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 by the way, Steve, to answer your question, for a lot of people, if you're in love with somebody, be you married or in a relationship with somebody, and you find out they've been cheating behind your back and they've deceived you, and then you start thinking of all the days they lied to you when they said they went here, there, and everywhere, when you now know that they were actually seeing somebody else, the love can fade very quickly. It's not okay, being kind of it's the truth. Lads, it fades. It's like the love just fade. Listen, Stephen, you should know yes. because you're good at it. You should really what? know what this is all about. It's like a good jigsaw. At Good at lying and cheating. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, yeah so, okay. Fair enough. I am good at it, but that has nothing to do with the topic. But, Niall, just, let's get just back to what you said. It has a big thing got to do with the topic. That's what Niall, we're talking Niall, about, Stephen. Hold on, hold on. Niall said the love fades. Okay? So it doesn't disappear immediately. So I know, but listen, is, Stephen, do you not see, listen, I don't think you can see further than below your waist again, right? Can you not see, right? The clarity or have um, epiphany from the years <laughs> that you've done. You've done what you've done, right? Have you no clarity in your mind or common sense to say, well, I'm not, who, just say whoever you're dating, right? Whatever guy you're dating, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't find him attractive and you don't want to have sex with him no more. You want to have sex with someone else, right? Yeah. Have you not got the mentality, right? And the pinnacle. Yeah. Have to cost their experience, right? <laughs> have you not got the mentality the just to turn around and say, "Listen, I think it's best we call it a day." And leave well, you know that. what? I've just, I've just had a pinnacle. Sarah, hold on, hang on a second. Sarah, what's, what's it, what's a pinnacle? <laughs> 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 What's a pinifini? I'm probably a pinifini. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, right? <laughs> it's like, you know exactly what a pinifini is, isn't it? I'm pronouncing it wrong. I'm like, leave her alone. Yeah, leave her alone. It's funny. Thank you. My dyslexic is coming out. I really don't give two shits, basically. But you know what I mean. And yes, anyway. I've just had a pinifini myself. Uh, I have a pinifini that I should go to the next caller. Sorry, Ibrahim, just in relation to what Steve is saying, this idea that you can still love somebody, right? And we spoke about that a second ago. But do you think that love vanishes immediately when you find out your partner is deceived and lied to you? Uh, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it's kind of, Get swatted away more than vanish. It's uh, it, it's it's gone. I mean, like you know, yeah. if I was to put myself in that situation, uh, I can't. I'd kind of be disgusted to look at the other person, no matter what the relationship was or the status of yeah. uh, the love was before uh, this happened. I mean, because um, you're looking at them as a cheat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's yeah. It's and I and I just feel that you know, you gave away something that uh, that was supposed to be for me only. And I've been committed myself to you, um, but you broke that commitment. So uh, you yeah, know, that's the breathing. Um, that that's the breathing process of the relationship. Yeah, 
Yeah. Like, that, that, that comes along with it. That, that's part of it. Yeah. Like, that, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. Like, that's normal. Okay, well, 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 hang on for a second because I've got to go to a quick break. But stay there for a second. I'm going to come to John as well in a second. Niall Boylan has been told to shut up from the time he was in school. And all through his life, they just keep telling him to shut up. But not anymore. Because now he has his own live podcast. The Niall Boylan Podcast. All right, let's go to John. John, hi, how are you? Uh, how are you, Niall? How are things? Good, John. Are you over the other side of the room, John? Uh, it's the sound. Hold on, it's the sound bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're out. No, that's better. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Good, good, good. Listen, uh, yeah, well, in answer to your question, all I can say is, as a man, I would say yes to that question about... Um, Second chances. You know, you just forgive, forgive, forgive your partner if they're a bad person. Um, that is, like, if she succumbs to the advances, say, of a glamorous playboy on a once-only basis and repented and was happy to come back to the fold. Oh, right, okay. Why do you think you've succumbed to the glamorous... Um, what was the word? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> to, to, to the advances of a glamorous woman. Have you succumbed you know, to that, John? I say this because frailty, uh, Niall, is an unhappy part of human nature. Do you think... Person. Okay, well, then that, that leads me to believe that you think that every man, given the opportunity that he won't be caught would take advantage of the glamorous woman. Well, I have heard that said. Now, you know... And do you believe that's true? Uh, do, 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 do. Well, you know, if the temptress comes on strong enough, I think there's very few guys would probably resist it. Are you married, John? Are you married, John? Probably married, happily married, celebrated a long wedding, a big... Okay, so, congratulations. So here, John... Oh, yeah, well, hang on. I'm coming to it. John, you're, so you're away in Spain... On a golfing weekend with three of the lads, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. And you're in Guantano's bar that night having a few drinks. Yes, and the other yes. lads say, ah, John, we're knackered. We're heading off to bed. And you're left at the bar on your own. You're just having a drink on your own. You're in the middle of Spain. No, I'm, I'm not finished yet. You're in, the middle, you're in the middle of Spain. Nobody knows you. And then Mar Maria behind the bar, who's Maria. stunning. Yeah, stunning. Yeah. Half your age, but she's stunning, right? Okay. And she yeah. says, John, lovely to meet you. I like Irish men. Me and you upstairs, nobody will ever find out. Oh, dear. Uh, okay, are you, are you going up, John? Oh, uh, well, you know, how many of us wouldn't go upstairs? Uh, uh, that's not the question I asked you. That's not the question I asked you. Are you going upstairs with her? <laughs> Who can who can answer until we're faced with this terrible dilemma? You know. Um, I'm no, I'm asking you. Yes or no? Are you going upstairs with her? Well, look. Let me say this. Oh. Is his wife listening? Yeah, I don't know. And this is adultery in in thought, if not indeed at some stage in our life. Let's face it. And I don't think I'm not an exception, and nobody else is. Now, let are you saying yes? Are you going upstairs with Maria? I'm not saying nothing. My wife might be listening to me. <laughs> so I know what the answer yes. is. Then, yeah, that means yes. Yeah, go on. <laughs> no, let ah, me hear faithfulness in his thoughts or desires cast the first stone. Now, I know of one couple this happened to, and it was the woman who felt the excitement of a new and glamorous relationship. 
But when the playboy moved on to lure other women to their doom, her partner actually forgave her and they have remained together ever since. Right. And another, I know of another couple in their 50s uh, who were married all lifelong. And one day she said to him, uh, Tom, I don't want to have sex anymore. I, I just don't want to. I'm not interested. You can go and get it anywhere you like, but I'm happy to to stay here and live with you and continue our, our relationship and our marriage on that basis. Now, funny thing is, she was so plain and, uh, well, shall we say fat, that a bear wouldn't hug her, but the hubby wasn't a bad-looking guy at all. Anyway, <laughs> I know for a fact that they stayed together, and I don't think he ever went looking for elsewhere either. But right, okay. Yeah, well, well, everybody's ever... Yeah, but, but I'm going back to Maria. You, you, <laughs> yeah. By the way, Sarah, your other half. Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's, okay, I want you to be honest with me, Sarah. So he's away with John on a golfing weekend. John heads off to bed, and Maria <laughs> says to your husband, Do you want to come upstairs for nobody would ever know, me and you? Would he refuse? Jiggy, jiggy. Jiggy, jiggy. Jiggy, jiggy, yeah. Of course. Of course he would. He'd refuse. Niall, 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 you're being a bit unfair there. Hold on a second. Let's ask Sarah. Sarah, it was, it was Fernando and you were away. And he <laughs> came in dressed up like a fireman and he whipped out his fire. Now, hang on. If Johnny Depp walked in the room, if Johnny Depp walked in the room, I'd do it in front of all you. There you go. <laughs> Niall, we're going to put two horns on your head and a tail behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Zepp. <laughs> I'm only messing. Do you know, I swear to God, do you know who Steve reminds me of, right? And I'm visualising. Do you ever see John and Mary and Father Ted, the way they act? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. He actually reminds me of a man in that. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, yeah, you could see him in that role, couldn't you? I can I see, no actually see him in that role. Yeah, I, I know. The I ones know, that use bad language. Father Ted yeah. and there's, um, uh, there's a couple in They're there. They're always fighting. John and Mary. Yeah. They're always killing each other. But when anyone walks into their shop, they're ever so... Oh, I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking yeah. about. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so Sarah Jane, back to the original question that he asked you again. Forget about Johnny Depp. Fernando behind right. the bar, right? Nobody will ever find out. Fernando behind the bar. He's stunning. He looks a bit like Johnny Depp, actually. And he Massive says... maracas. Yeah, he has a set of maracas. And he says, you and me, Sarah Jane, upstairs. Nobody ever find out. Listen, I was offered it on the plate there not so long ago by a fella that looked a million times better than Johnny Depp. And, and there's not a hope in hell would I go down that road. See, John, not everybody succumbs to that kind of thing. Yeah. I don't think like that. Yeah, he, she, she doesn't think like that. Think the ladies are a bit stronger than the men. Sorry, say it again, John? No, it's not. It, it's not. I listen to men, I tell you, right? To every man and woman out there, I'm just going to say this. And I'll say it once. I'll drill it into your head, right? You don't need to depend on another person for happiness, right? Helps. The desire for sex, the, the desire for sex will come and go. Don't ruin a marriage. Don't ruin a relationship over it. It's a thought. It will pass. Don't act out in it. Because you'll only hurt yourself more and your family. Stay there for a second. Let me go to Tony. Tony, hi. How are you? No, Hello, no, good afternoon, Chef. Hang on. Well, sorry, hang on, Tony. John, what are you trying to say? Who, who was it said that a raised dick has no conscience? I think a lot of men have said that as an excuse for cheating, yeah. Sorry, jo Tony, hi. How are you doing? How are you doing? Good. So you heard Sarah Jane, unless it was Johnny Depp, she's never going to cheat. 
Anyway, but would you get? Would you give it? The yeah. person looks her. Yeah, yeah. She'd have to get. Why not? Why not? You only live once. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> uh, so, Tony, do you think you should give a cheat a second chance? Uh, no, my honest opinion about. I think if a person cheats, yeah, I just think there's a really good reason for it. Mm. I only read a story last week. And those both ways, I don't want the women jumping on me and saying, hold on, hold on. Like if a man that keeps himself really, really good, really good shape, eats right, trains right, tries to do the right thing, and his wife had put something on like 110 pounds in the five or six years that they were married, and he just said he was repulsed by her. Repulsed? That's a strong word. That's but that's horrible. what he said. Yeah. That's what he said. He was that's repulsed, and he tried to approach her at an early stage when maybe she put... I don't know, 40, 40 pounds on. He says, look, you've got to get together. And she just says, no. Right. He said, she just eats herself into oblivion. She won't exercise and things like that. And he was saying, like, why should I stay in a marriage like this? Well, okay, well, hang on for a second. You know, I, I, I do believe that, you know, you can love somebody, even if they put on weight or lose weight or whatever it is, if they change physically. You know, I think you love somebody anyway. But I think when you marry somebody or you're in a relationship with somebody, it is a, a contract of such that you both make the effort to stay appealing to each yeah. other. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's a kind of unwritten thing, isn't it? You know, I mean, if one decides suddenly to let themselves go, you know, and maybe they're not sharing on a regular basis or whatever it is, well, then that's, it is a problem. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but you won't be long going off somebody if they're not bothered to share. But, like, it's such a contrast. Like, if this lad is going to the gym after work or whatever he does, goes for a run, goes to play tennis, and she's off to the bakery or off to the takeaway. Sorry, Steve, what are you going to say? I just want to point something out. I'm going to get a little bit serious here for two minutes. Right? Oh, God. So, I had a, a very, very good friend of mine and her sister, um, who was much, much older. It was a weird thing. Like, she's in her 30s and her sister was in her 60s, so 30 years of a gap, I know, strange, weird. But she was one of these women that got that hepatitis injection um, years ago. Oh, yeah, hepatitis C, yeah. Yeah, so she ended up in the hospital very ill and she was dying and she was passing away. So we went in to visit her and I said to her, she's lying there in the bed, and I said to her, you any regrets? And she said her number one regret was not having sex with more men. Mm. Now... When you think of it, if you go through your entire life with one person and you're having the same old day-in, day-out, crappy sex, you get one life, lads. And it's so what if you go out and spread your wild oats? No, but Stephen, see, you said so Hold on for a second. Let me have a word with Stephen. No, he said crappy sex. I don't get that. See, when you start talking that language... Have you tried it with someone else? Have you tried it with someone else? Then you don't know. Well, hang on, just one at a time. Sorry, go ahead, yeah, Tony. Sorry, yeah, go on, Tony. Sorry. All right, like there was someone mentioned earlier on in the conversation, like they had two horns. It seems safe as one for men, just like a man for mm -hmm. women. Yeah. And I can't figure out how that's, how that's possible. Like, I'm a heterosexual man. I'm not going to go off with a man. So how do you have... Yeah, but just like you're in a relationship with a woman and you have a child and you go off with a bloke then. Yeah, that's because I was gay for years. I always hit it. You're kind of not, you're kind of bisexual, really, aren't you? Because you obviously did okay with women for a long time. No, look, no, you weren't. You didn't. You didn't have a problem getting into bed with her and having a baby, did you? So you clearly enjoyed sex with her at some point. Listen, oh, I, I, I think, think you should uh, perform. Yeah. 
All right, like, and he was able to perform. Now, I asked him this question before, like, how did he perform? Uh, but just, like, because he was obviously attracted to her at the time. Yeah, but what I'm saying is you don't turn gay. Just like, yeah, you don't, just, I'm, not, I'm not excited. Still, it's you don't turn gay. He's, bi- he's bisexual, isn't he? Oh, will you stop? Let let me, saying, hold on. Why is everybody else answering for me? Why is that okay, happening? Ahead, he's not gay. He's bisexual. Right, so here's the thing. I was, I'm, right. I was a proper Casanova for years. Women would, they used to throw themselves all over me. That's right. just okay. the personality that it was. I was never into women. Ever, ever, ever into women. That's a lie. The only reason, no it's not. No, That's it's absolutely not. A lie. No, it's not. Now, somebody asked me before, how was it that I was able to have sex with women and maintain a you-know-what? So, and so, it yeah. was actually quite easy. So, I'll explain how that is. Yeah, I'll explain. This is gonna, no, this is going to sound terrible, so just bear with me. This is going to sound awful because it's going to really demean women here. So, when you're a young lad and you're growing up and you get into your masturbatory habits, so the odd time you will use a sock. So, you use that because it's a little bit more fun. Basically, to me, a woman was a... Every woman was a sock. Every woman was just a sock to me. They were just an A. Let you pick you. They were just an A. No, you're right, Tony. It's complete nutter rubbish. He he came to a realization, and that's his own bag, that he was gay at some point in his life. But he also had a physical attraction to women at some point too, because because over the years you have described how many women you've been with and all the different women you had sex with. What's wrong with a woman? If you're a gay man, you can't perform with a woman. Do do you? Steve, don't be ashamed of it. You're bisexual. No, no, I'm not bisexual. I don't like women. It's very simple. It's very simple. I don't. Yeah. I am okay. not attracted to the things that I. Uh, All right, uh, 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 you... mm-hmm. Okay, get well, Sorry, getting back to the original point you were trying to make, Tony, just before I finish up here today. So you were saying that you know if this other guy was repulsed by his own partner because obviously you know the, the marriage had you're changed. Totally incompatible. Like yeah. if you're totally incompatible with someone, if you grow up and you grow apart. Yeah. Well, 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 that's okay. You can become incompatible with somebody because people change, and Steve mentioned that earlier on. That's fine, too. But all I'm saying is, in those situations, what you do is you say, listen, honey, I'm not really interested in you anymore. I don't find you sexually attractive anymore. Maybe you don't find me sexually attractive. Maybe it's best we split up. And then you can go off and find somebody else if that's what you want to do. If that's your bad. And what if you love them? But, I'll pay five hundred oh, but, yeah. but you don't love he, them. How could you love them when you just told somebody you're repulsed by them? That's stupid, Steve. Because of course you could be repulsed. Hold on a second. I have family members. I don't want to go off and ride them, but I still love them. Ah, that's a different type of love. Ah, come on. No. Yeah, 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 Steve, I think you'd ride on. Steve, I think you'd ride on. There's something wrong with him. There's something wrong with you. Honestly, you love yourself. You've been thinking about socks. Why not? We're talking about relationships and sex, and Steve is talking about sisters. I mean, what's wrong with Steve and high house silver? You're talking about the socks. You are the ones with the filthy minds, not me. I know, yeah. You're the one serious. You regard a woman as a sock. I do, yes. I regard a woman as a sock. Every woman is just a sock. You're better off getting yourself a trans robot and you can transform them. You can have them one day a woman, one day a man. Yeah, probably good for you, Steve. Thanks very much indeed. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks to everybody who got involved. Neil says on WhatsApp, cheating is vile. I'm in love with my wife and family. It's only a stupid, false and wrong thought for anyone to go down that road. Uh, don't go down that route. Jessica says on Facebook, why give anyone a second chance to a dirty 
whatever, who goes uh, down giving to, giving it to anyone and everybody. I told my partner from the get-go, uh, the second she cheats, if she does, she'll be left by herself. I won't do anything to her uh, with her. I stand for no shit and couldn't have given F about the excuses. It's just betrayal at the end of the day. Cheaters are the lowest form of life, says Jesse. Angela says, uh, I did say uh, he still left six weeks later. Oh, she gave him a second chance, but he left six weeks later. My forgiveness was more out of fear of being on my own than love. To be honest, never again. Once the trust is gone and the paranoia gets worse, anyone who says they can trust someone is only lying to themselves. Mm. Neil, the taxi driver, says, Steve is a filthy, dirty, you know what, full stop. Okay. Claire Bear says, Steve, you're nothing but a fugly winker. And you're lying to your teeth. Nobody would touch you with a baseball bat. Yeah, interesting. A lot of people like Steve, don't they? <laughs> anyway, listen, thank you very much indeed to everybody who got involved in the show. It was interesting to hear your thoughts on cheating today. It was interesting to hear something a little bit lighter today as well. Especially with uh, Sarah's pinifony. I thought that was the word of the week is now pinifony for anybody who's interested. We're going to write that one down and we will use it several times. So if you get an opportunity at some point today, use the word pinifony. I think it's a good word. <laughs> also, by the way, can I point out as well? Um, please share the podcast with your friends. Tell them all about the show. And um, if you want to sign up on the website, you can and register to support us. Go to www.nileboylan.com. We have a special surprise coming up very soon, by the way, for people who sign up on the, on the website. One lucky winner will be winning a hamper. That's coming very shortly, by the way. One lucky winner will be winning a hamper if you sign up and register on the website. It's going to be a really nice one, by the way. And uh, all you got to do is register on the website and support us. It's the price of a pint of beer once a month. It's not much to ask. Thank you to everybody who has supported us. Not enough, obviously, that we can make any money that wouldn't even pay the, the bills for electricity. But in saying that, it's a start. And we really appreciate it. And to those who can't afford to support us, we thank you as well, just for supporting us, just for watching the show or listening to the show every single day. Thank you very much indeed. Because I understand, particularly on budget day today, it's a tough world out there. Expensive world and people can barely afford to sometimes put food on the table. I get that. So if you can't afford to give us the five ninety nine a month, the price of a pint of beer, well, I understand that too. But I would ask you, if you want us to continue to provide this platform every single day for a bit of fun like today or for more serious topics on other days where you can have your opinion uncensored, we would love you to help us and support us. And you can do that once again by going to nileboylan.com. Do it now if you can. And don't forget this podcast will be available to listen to free of charge if you go to all the usual outlets, Spotify, iTunes, everywhere else. And if you want to watch it, or you want to watch any of the previous podcasts, and including interviews that we've never actually streamed live, they're up there exclusive to the website. You can do that there as well. And um, you can do that at... Sorry, that's... Biggest mistake there ever in media is to leave your phone ringer on. Um, you can do that, by the way, at nileboylan.com. We'll talk to you again tomorrow at 12. Until then, have a great day. Thanks very much. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Podcast. Listen live on Facebook, YouTube, and all the usual live stream services. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text 085-100-2255. The Niall Boylan Podcast. They told me to shut up. Available for download from all your usual platforms.